All right, so here we go. We teased it on Twitter talking about this guy rushing in, and we have none other than Derek Keener right now, the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rush. Derek, how's it going so far today? Pretty well, Jamie. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Not a problem at all. Well, busy times around the NLL. Obviously, all teams preparing for the draft this weekend. Um, wondering for yourself, what goes into preparation for you guys? You know, you're looking at draft boards, and you have a pretty good feeling of what you guys are going to do in that first round, obviously, mm-hmm. with the seventh and eighth pick. Yeah, um, we it's been obviously because of the pandemic, it's been a different couple of years. And at least finally this year, we got to watch some lacrosse. You know, the, the NCAA got back to playing most of it, with the exception of the Ivy League. And so you get to watch a lot of those kids play the, the outdoor game. And then we had some pretty good quality lacrosse here in Ontario and really across the country, um, got to watch some live stuff in, 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 in Oakville at the track, which was great. Uh, but most of it was uh, online stuff that we, we watched. But uh, you, you get a pretty good idea of, um, you know, what you're looking at. And we have a good idea of what we're looking for, um, especially with those first two picks. And then obviously a lot of it comes down to what happens in front of us. So and that's uh, can be uncertain. No, definitely. Well, you, you got to watch other teams do, of course, but um, for yourself, you look at this team last year and what they are not last year, I guess the last time we got to play, it's, it's very hard to wrap your head around that sometimes, but you look and see what happened uh, with your squad seven and three last, last time we got to play. Um, what do you think your, your weaknesses were? Are you going to address those through the draft? Are you looking to address those through trade? Mm-hmm. Are you looking to free agent? What are you, what are you doing there? Well, uh... You know, it, it, it's been so long since we played. And that season, the shortened season, obviously we had a really good record. Um, defensively, I thought we were excellent. We struggled to score early in the season. But then, you know, toward the last four games prior to the shutdown, we were really picking up our offense. So, um, but there's been some changes. I mean, through attrition, through free agency, um, through a couple trades that were kind of out of necessity, like trading Ben McIntosh to Philadelphia was a situation where he moved there, lived there, is living there, um, would have been an unrestricted free agent of that part of that group. So the chances of us keeping him were probably pretty slim. So I thought we made a nice deal. We got a real good player in Josh Curry and two first round picks. So um, um, and then the rest of it, I mean, we made a nice trade to get Mike Mallory. I like his size on the right side of our offense. Uh, um, we needed a little bit of that. Um, had a good draft pick last year in, in Marshall Paulus and, and uh, Connor McClellan, both guys we expect to play this year. So it's been kind of building over the last couple of years. And then I think the free agent signing of Matt Beers was huge. You know, uh, I mean, we lost Jeremy Thompson. It's going to hurt us in the faceoff dot, but I think Mike Messenger and maybe a couple other guys can step up and do that job adequately we'll get some them some training uh prior to training camp and uh um, um deal with that but um overall like i think our defense is going to be outstanding we're we still have our veteran core but we're mixing in some young guys too and i think that's really important um you know mcclelland as i mentioned tristan rye who we got in a trade kid from edmonton got him got in a trade right before the shutdown a couple of years ago um another guy we drafted last year in the second round bobby kidd we really like his athleticism. So, you know, this year it's a situation where 
you know, we're, we're, we're looking to fill probably spots for next year um, because a couple of our veteran guys will be unrestricted free agents without ability for us to franchise tag them. So um, we'll be looking at guys probably going back to school uh, for, for another year, but we'll see what falls there at seven and eight. No, definitely. Well, that's a good thing about having two picks in the first round. You get two cracks at looking at guys that you want to get for your roster. Um, before we jumped on, you know, I, I know a little bit about you and what you've done throughout your career. Obviously, becoming, you know, coming in the NHLL and being the rookie of the year yourself. What are you looking at for your young guys coming in? And what are your expectations? Because you've been through that grind and you know what it takes to be the top kind of rookie throughout the league. So what are you expecting out of these young guys that you're going to promote into the lineup? Well, it's a bit of a tough comparison because I was 31 years old. <laughs> and, uh, Listen, nobody, you know, nobody took away from our Tammany Panarin. No one's I taking played, away from you. I played, not, yeah, I was, they were calling me Sergey Makarov, exactly. <laughs> so, no, um, uh, you know, I, I was, I mean, I played 10 years of senior lacrosse, so, or eight years or nine years, whatever it was at the time. But, um, no, the, the biggest thing, honestly, like, and this was the thing you learned through maturity and, you know, at 31 years old, you figured out by then that when, when you go into a training camp to start a season, you got to be fit. Yeah. And that's, that's the number one thing that, that we emphasize as an organization, as, as my coaching staff. And when I was on the coaching staff that, you know, that message goes out right after the draft. And now then from there, they've got a couple months to prepare physically and, if if a guy shows up at camp not fit it's a non-starter you know he's just not gonna the nll is such a highly competitive and intense and you know uh fast physical game that if you're not if you don't have yourself prepared physically then you're just not going to cut it that would be the first thing the next part is you know from a mental aspect to, to come in and enjoy it you know, have fun. Uh, we've got a great group of guys, great leadership. Um, they always make guys feel welcome. And, uh, you know, we've got, like I said, we've got some young rookies this year that we drafted last year. We expect to play in McClellan and Palace and kids. So, you know, but our guys are going to make them feel comfortable and, and hopefully they have as much fun as the veteran guys do. Oh, definitely. Well, we talked to, uh, to Dan Richardson last night, obviously he called you guys a rival and, uh, you know, was talking the same thing about conditioning, you know, talking, that you can't really do much within the the confines of the NLCBA with the uh, the players association, you know, of making sure guys are doing things, but the expectation you can set and, you know, being away for now a couple of years um, now and coming back to the team. Um, what are you, I guess, stressing to guys that are already a part of this organization and are going to be coming back? Um, we talk about conditioning, but for you, what do you want to make sure they're up to speed with and ready to go with that you can do without saying, Hey, you have to, or should be doing this. You know, because you got to work around the uh, the confines of what you have and structure. The veteran guys that have been around for a while and around our organization, they they know exactly what needs to be done. So, it's the younger guys that you need to to make sure that they're prepared. And and the good thing is, like I said, the guys are used to playing year round now. And last year didn't happen much. This year, guys got a lot of guys got to play even out here in Ontario. Um, on Monday nights, a lot of NLL guys are getting together and playing some up and down four on four and um, just to get themselves prepared from a skill perspective going into the season. In terms of the fitness, we know what the expectations are. 
Um, that's not an issue at all with most of the core veteran guys. And, and then the younger guys feed off that they, and they've got, you know, some of the, some of the younger guys, this, this late summer have got to play with NLL guys and they get a, get a kind of a view of what it takes to, to get to that level. So, um, you know, that's, that's what, uh, we expect. And, and, you know, I, I expect the, like, let's be honest, there's going to be a little bit of rust from a, oh, yeah. from a fundamental perspective. Um, cause especially when the pace quickens, but that won't take long to, these guys are pros. And, and when you get to that level, it's kind of like riding a bike, you know, you, you may fall off a couple of times when you get back on, but then you're going to figure it out pretty quickly. No, definitely do. Um, something I want to know for, from your perspective, obviously, you know, you've been a part of a, a lot of championship teams. You came in the league, you won back-to-back championships as a player. You've won, you know, as an assistant coach. You've been through all those rigors. Um, for you, watching those things, not only as a player, but as, you know, as you went on, what did you take away from each team that you're saying, hey, now, as a general manager of the Saskatchewan Rush, these are things that I know work, these are things I know that don't work, and these are the things I need to make sure are always a part of each team because you've won a championship with different mm-hmm. organizations. So there must be a common theme throughout, you know, winning those championships. Yeah. I mean, first of all, there's typically no substitute for talent. So yeah. you have to have talent. Um, you mean Harvard doesn't worry all? <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, it's nice to have both. That's and you have to yeah. really have both, but um, no, you have to have the talent. And then, from a, from a coaching perspective, even a player perspective, when I played, when you have that talent, then you get buy-in, you know, buy-in to the systems, um, buy-in to even the off-floor um, kind of protocols and, and what, what the expectations are. You get buy-in there, and then you have to, you have to be adaptable, too, both as a, as a general manager, a coach, and player. And I, I've always kept the sort of mantra that, um, my eyes are always open. My mind is always open and you have to be open to new ideas and um, new ways to do things. The game can be, it's, it's, it's growing and expanding and evolving all the time. And, uh, you have to be open to that. You can't be stubborn in terms of how you want to play the game and in terms of systems and, um, specifics on on even set plays and things like that. So you got to keep an open mind and, um, you know, uh, leadership's really important. And, and I believe in leadership as a group, though, not, you know, one guy kind of thing, because what happens is that one guy gets hurt or gets sick or and then you just all pack up and go home or does somebody else pick up the torch? So, you know, leadership groups really important. And I think we have we're strong in that area. So, um, yeah, those are some of the things that, you know, I look for as both a player and coach and general manager. So for you going into this season here, obviously there's going to be a lot of changes and different things. Um, you know, I asked Nick Sakevich about the fact, you know, with COVID and the travel restrictions and things like that, have you guys, uh, I guess, factored anything in? I know guys come in, come in a lot of times for the weekend to play the games and that happens in a lot of cities. Um, have you guys thought of any of those kind of things? Is that something that's come across the radar? I know we are months out before the season starts and lots can change. Yeah. As you know. But is there things that you guys have already spinning, like those wheels of communication, just to try to figure it out with guys and let them know, hey, we got you in this situation or that situation? Because I'm sure there's a lot of questions flying. Yeah, we were kind of waiting until after the draft, until we um, can communicate 
what we want to do and what kind of our expectations are in that area. But there also needs to be some directive from a league level pretty shortly because training camps could start in eight or nine weeks. So we're kind of waiting for that because there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of unknowns. Um, and it seems to change from week to week or day to day. So, yep. um, you know, we're waiting for direction there, but we'll be prepared once our draft is done and we communicate with guys in terms of what our expectations are and uh, um, we'll kind of go from there. Now for you, obviously uh, we look at this draft and we look at everything that's going on around it. Uh, there's a lot more excitement. The eyes are on it. There's a TSN broadcast deal in place now for you from a player standpoint to, you know, the early two thousands where you broke in as a, as an assistant coach and then the AGM situation um, for you, how has you seen the league grown? Obviously you see it grew and then it's, you know, retracted and it's grown again and retracted again mm -hmm. um, for you. You see this now and everything that's in place and the teams coming in and the growth and kind of, I would say the money behind it. Cause there's some blue chip owners now within this league, uh, big mm -hmm. names like Wayne Gretzky and such coming aboard as well, which definitely helps. But for you, mm -hmm. what have you noticed for growth through each step of that? And now this seems to be the most stable stretch that we've seen yeah. for the NLL. And I'm wondering for you what you see through each progression. Yeah, it's been interesting, that's for sure. I mean, when you think about the league started way back in the mid to late 80s as like a four-team league. And uh, even when I played in the early 90s in Buffalo, it was, I don't know, six teams and you know, there was no franchises. The, the league was owned by, by two guys and it was different. So now they're all franchises and, and um, teams have come and gone. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the early 2000s when we went up to 13 teams. I really thought at that point, the quality of play dropped significantly because probably there wasn't a, a strong enough player pool to support it. Um, then, you know, when we went down to nine teams and, and while we were going down to nine teams, the game in particular in Canada and all of North America really started to grow um, both in the, the box game and the field game. So um, nine teams with a plethora of player pool, the quality of play was the best it's ever been. So now we're at a stage where we're, we're expanding. Um, you know, I, I think it's still going to be well supported and from what i saw this summer even especially here in ontario with the junior lacrosse that was played i was pleasantly surprised with the talent and skill level because i was getting a little concerned that perhaps the expansion's coming along pretty fast and whether we'll have enough players to support i mean there's always going to be enough players but i'm yeah. talking quality to keep it to be a quality in the best league in the world so a um, little bit of concern there but after what i saw this summer not as concerned and at the end of the day, I think it's really good for the players. The expansion, it's obviously a lot more opportunity. Um, and it's probably good for the league, too. So um, just fingers crossed that we can support it with the talent that's needed. No, definitely. And I think the talent will come. And I think it's, it's you know, you look at the young man, I think it's Kochi. You know, he's got his hype video for the draft and things like that. So you got players coming from different parts of the world, too, that want to be a part of the NLL. Um, you know, mm -hmm. not just North America, basically, you know, trying to raise their stock and show everyone, hey, we can get noticed and we want to play, which can definitely help. Uh, another question I want to ask you, um, when we talked to the commissioner about the, you know, the growth of the league and things like that, we asked him about guaranteeing contracts and we asked him about, you know, is it going to be, you know, the NLL or bust, you know, basically you sign with the NLL and you stay. 
Uh, we talked recently just a few moments ago about guys playing year round and staying in shape and being ready and, you know, having that ability to, to be, you know, tip top condition, which helps the NLL with the product. I'm wondering for you, do you see or foresee down the line, the NLL being, you know, the premier league and basically having contracts locked in for, uh, for players? Well, I, I think it already is the premier league, but I think we're a ways away from, I mean, you can call it locked in or from what we call like full-time, yeah, full-time, full-time gig. That's yeah. all you do. I think we're still a ways away from that. Like we still have a wave of players that do both have careers on the, uh, uh, that they have and, and lacrosse as, as another job kind of thing. So I think we're a ways away from that. I think uh, the collective agreement um, is a big part of that. I, I think the salary caps and the maximum salaries and things like that are a big part of that because, you know, there's very few players that can survive on playing in the NLL. There's very few men that can do that. And uh, um, so I think we're a ways away, but um, it's probably going to happen at some point. I'm just not sure when. No, definitely. Well, I want to ask, you know, as a lot of fans coming into this, there was um, a big hoopla around the TSN deal, everybody getting excited. Um, you know, I see it online through social media, a lot of people trying to fetch out what team is going to be theirs. Um, if you had to say to an, a lacrosse fan coming in for the first season, because I know there's a lot of them that I've spoken with over the past few weeks, you know, what can they expect from the Saskatchewan Rush and why should they hitch their wagon to the Rush Express and enjoy what's going on with this team this season? <laughs> well, I, I think we we – we've always played a pretty fast paced, exciting brand of lacrosse, very aggressive and on defense. And we love to run the floor and push the tempo of the game. And I don't see that changing a whole lot. Um, We have high end talent on offense. I I think we put together the best defensive group um, possible, um, especially given the, you know, the free agency that, that happened with a lot of teams this year. So, uh, you know, I think we're going to, they're going to see a real good product. I, I'm fully confident in our group that we're going to compete for a championship this year. Those are lofty words. I can't wait to see that. Now, I, uh, I spoke with Dan Richardson from the Vancouver Warriors yesterday. And then, of course, Jim Beltman from the New York Riptide. Uh, both had a different answer on this one. So I want to get yours. Uh, Jim was more of the, uh, I want to work with everybody, keep lines of communication. We don't have any rivals. It's just a fun league. To Dan's side, where he said that his, uh, Western Canadian counterparts are definitely looked at as the, uh, the enemy or the, uh, not the enemy, or what do you call it, the uh, rival, and they want to make sure that they uh, beat them and obviously ahead of them in the standings. What side do you uh, go on on that? Are you more of the political side where you're like, hey, no, we're all, we're all good, we're working together, or are you, uh, do you want to get a one-up on someone each year? Well, we, we all want to win, right? So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the objective. You know, <laughs> the objective isn't to you know, I mean, and we all have great friends, Jim Veltman. In fact, he's one of the guys going fishing with this afternoon. He's a great <laughs> friend of mine, yeah. you know, so, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, cut him a break in a, in a trade or, or cut a break with Vancouver or whomever it might be. Like, yes. it just, this doesn't happen because at the end of the day, the objective is to win a championship. So every GM, every coach is going to do their very best to, to, to put the best team together to accomplish that. So, um, you can call it rivalry, you can call it enemy, whatever it is, but it's all, it's just really will to win and, you know, the will to 
put the, the right things in place to, to try to accomplish that. Well, this season's going to be fun. We're all excited for the NL to come back. Uh, we look forward to having you here, hopefully in Halifax this year. If not, look forward to getting out to Saskatchewan to catch a game. But Derek, I want to thank you very much. Good luck at the uh, draft this weekend. Yeah, I think we're in Halifax for the first game of the season on December 5th, I believe. So I do think you are, actually. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Looking so, at it. it wouldn't, wouldn't have been my first choice to start <laughs> the season, to be honest, <laughs> especially, for our, especially for our West Coast guys. I think Halifax are going to be pretty good, and um, but we'll see. We had a heck of a barn burner there a couple of years ago. It was one of the wildest games I've ever been involved in, so. Well, the atmosphere wow. in Halifax, man, we, we love the lacrosse. We love the Thunderbirds and anybody yeah. can play them. So the, uh, the rink is yeah. always rocking. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a lot, it's a lot like uh, Saskatoon actually very much. So, well, I can't wait to get down to see a game. Well, sir, enjoy the fishing trip this afternoon. Say All hi right. to Jim and take, take care of yourself. All right, guys. All right. Thanks, man. Cheers.